This podcast is brought to you by WeTransfer, the world's largest file transfer service. Since 2009, WeTransfer's free platform has been enabling creative thinkers around the world. Visit wetransfer.com today and see for yourself. Photography has the power to take us into worlds we know nothing about. I'm Lucy Pike, Photography Director at WeTransfer, and we've been working with the International Centre of Photography to showcase four image makers whose work does just that. From Nigerian gangsters to teenage insecurities, we'll explore how photographers break into worlds that aren't their own, how they build trust with their subjects, and the responsibility that comes with telling other people's stories. Thanks to the ICP and Wesley Verhove, who've helped bring this project to life. In this episode, I speak to Mara sanchez Monero about her project, The Little Known World of the Afro-Mexican, which focuses on an isolated community of African descendants in Mexico. Mara's photographs vary from gorgeous portraits of people in the community to a white paper boat sitting still on a calm lake. But what all her images have is context, a reference back to their history or a link to something that she's learned. I was immediately captivated by this project and was intrigued to hear how she brought all these elements together into one story. I began by asking Mara to describe the project. The project is a storytelling about the history and the situation of the Afro-descendants in Mexico. No? That was a little bit my, my goal, that was to tell the story in some way. No? And obviously my, my very like personal way to tell the story. What I tried to do is to talk about some kind of a highlights of the history of the Afro-descendants in Mexico and uh, talk about the culture, the traditions, the way of life, not in a very like a representatively like a reality matters, but more a symbolical kind of a language talking. And so that's it. I think it's a little bit that, no, it's like the story of the Afro-descendants in Mexico. So why did you want to tell this story? I wanted to tell, it was kind of a very, a very impulsive um, movement I had because I knew that there were uh, Afro community in Mexico, but I didn't know that it was that big and I didn't know the story. I didn't know that having a slaves brought to Mexico to work, like in the rest of like the United States and, and more in the South America mm. parts, no, in the mm-hmm. islands. So I would travel when I was like 15 years old to this beach in, in, the, in Costa Chica, that is where I did the project, that is like the region mm-hmm. where they're more settled, no, the, the Afro community, they established more there, like they got all together there. And there's two points in Mexico where we have like a strong amount of Afro descendants, no? And one is Costa Chica and the other one is Veracruz. And my work is in the Costa Chica, no? I'm talking about the community of Costa Chica that is like in the, in the states of Guerrero and Oaxaca. So, but I travel like several years ago to this beach and I arrive, it's a very complicated, like you have to take a boat and it's kind of a complicated to arrive to this beach. And when I arrived, I saw that there was a lot of black people and black people with like face uh, characteristics of Africans, you know, that I haven't seen it mm-hmm. in Mexico before that strongly, you know. 
So I asked them, you know, like, why is black people here? And, and they told me this story about this ship that kind of sank and the people who were in this ship got in this beach. And, and I was 17 years old. And then I went to Spain. I was, I went to study photography and I lived in Spain for like a long time. And when I came back, I started traveling a lot in Mexico to do like different kind of a jobs. I also start working for the cultural affairs of Mexico. I start working with them and I did this job for them that we traveled for five states of Mexico and they were doing this cultural event where they invite the community, the local community of these places to do a representation of their culture, no? And food, dancing, all kind of things. Mm -hmm. So we arrived to Marquelia, that is uh, one of like uh, the head city of that area of Costa Chica. And I saw all this like culture and, and music and dancings and people. And I was like, just shocked. And then talking with them is when I knew that there was like this huge very, very big story that I didn't know. No? And, and I knew that no one knows it. No, like I was not the only one that a lot of people didn't know the story. I did that project three years ago. So they were like in a moment of getting together and fighting for this visibility. No, and I talked mm -hmm. to them about that too. So after that work, I just came back and I said, I need to tell the story. I need to do it for me, you know, to get in contact with this community and get in contact of this memory of Mexico. And also to like, just put my little part to, to the situation of being able to be more visualized, no? And so once you've decided that you wanted to tell that story, how do you go about getting in touch with... Mm -hmm. Uh, with that community? I had to go back to to Europe for my thanks because I, I left them there. So I, and I have this friend, uh, he's an artist, uh, very older than me. He's like six, almost 70 years old. And he does ceramic and he lives in France in this like very like small town. And I go with him to just kind of uh, inspire. <laughs> it's like a very mm -hmm. like inspiring place to be. And so I went to visit him for one month and a half. And while I was there, I just start like investigating about the story, like history, you know, like I jump into like researching about all the information I could get about this, the history of, of blacks in Mexico, you no, know? like black the African. Mm -hmm. There was not a lot. Obviously, I find enough to, to kind of inspire the work, but, but I was also very impressed about how little this story was like they wrote about it and and I didn't find that much things in, in the internet. So the way I start doing my notes, it was drawing. So I start drawing images that somehow for me kind of represented some highlights of the stories that I was reading, you know, this, the, mm -hmm. the information I was reading. So I draw for one month and a half, mostly the portraits, you no. Know? Mm -hmm. But not only the portraits. I mean, I draw the cow that I find after, no? I, I did, like, also, like, because I wanted to talk about the territory, too, and how this relation, because I was all the time thinking that we are not talking anymore about 
African people, no? We are talking about uh, Afro-Mexicans because it has like the time has passed. So I I also wanted to talk about this merge and this fusion, no? Yeah. Of of, of these two like uh, civilizations, no? Or cultural people and. So I came back in this, that time that I was in Markelia doing these pictures for this event. I, 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 all the time when I'm like see something that is fascinated or a person that I feel is fascinated or something, I, I ask for their contacts, no? So I asked for the contact of Mohamed, that he was a guy who had this like a musician group of uh, Chilenas, is it called the uh, music they play? And it was a beautiful group because they do their instruments with recycled objects. Mm -hmm. So after I came back from the trip with all my drawings, I called him and I told him about my idea of doing the, the work and then if he could help me you know, somehow. And he said yes. So I took my car and I drove there to see him. So I went there and I saw Mohamed and I saw Aldo and I talked to both. Aldo is a very young guy who he was more like this person who helped me a very like to, you know, construct things. And, but Mohamed was uh, someone who was very integrated and very connected with the community. So I came, I, I show him the drawings, and in this trip, what I did, it was like, and I was start talking with the people. I went to see also people who was in this organization of the to like to fight for the rights, you know, because at that moment the the Afro descendants were not recognized in the constitution of Mexico. Right. I think it's a lot about recognizing themselves as a identity, like their own identity, and. And also they didn't have like the supports that like the indigenous, for example, they have, no, to like kind of also grow and cultivate their culture somehow, no, and also medical issues and a lot of things, no, they were like in this. Uh, so I went to see the, these organizations too and to talk to them and say that if they thought that it was good for me to do the project, if they, think that it was like respectful enough to do it you know mm. I didn't want to talk about uh, their like actual conditions that my I did, I'm not very interested to do a very like classical documentary you know I didn't want to talk about how they lived I wanted to talk about the story you know to tell the story somehow you know? of the past of the memory of the identity of uh, how how things happen in a very like allegorical way, no? Did you find it easier to get kind of access or? For me, I think the a, a magic thing it was the drawings. I mean, because I went with the drawings, you know, and that was very easy. Like when the people saw the drawings and saw the draw that I, I mean, the images before that I wanted to do. It was very nice because when I start showing this like yeah the these things everybody was like yeah I, oh yeah this is that you know and they recognized them in the story you know like the yeah. story was of them and so it was very nice because it was not about talking about their actual life you know and to this mm. petty way of saying oh look they're poor and they're it's difficult for them and you know it was more about 
bringing this light to the story, you know. Mm. And it was very easy for me to get in that way with this drawing to like to show them what I wanted to do. You know? And I was also going to ask, do you think it was because they're very proud to tell their story? Yeah. That they kind of wanted that story told. Yeah. And so I was going to ask, you can definitely tell with the portraits that they have this kind of pride around who they are and what they're doing. You've talked a bit about how this isn't a kind of classic reportage story or documentary piece. So I was wondering when you say about the drawings visually, how did you kind of piece this together? I Definitely the drawings have their meanings. It has a lot of symbolism you know, the, in, inside the images. I talk about the kind of works they did in the past, you know, when they arrived from the sea. That's why the picture of the boat, you know, and I went and do this this boat and I wanted to like for example that the one the picture that is the silhouette behind this kind of a very bright door of light that was like for me it was like well, how I represent this invisibility you know like this thing that is yeah. something that is we cannot see it so I I imagine that you know and I did some drawings after the trip I did the first trip because I talked a lot with the people about that you no know? and for example I this guy that it, he is like the the director of of this organization of uh, of fighting rights no for the rights mm-hmm. um he said that he was also like uh, that it's something that was important is to like wake up also the 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 community because there was a lot of uh, lack of self recognition in the in the same community so almost kind of struggling for identity in a way yeah so that kind of things are the things that I wanted to do it and I also like very much I think is one of the things that I really like about photography is is the narrative no the visual narrative Mm. so for me it was also like a jump between elements you know it's like a poetry of talking of different things and I wanted to talk about for example liberty how I represent liberty and I was like well birds you know like flying mm. away and, mm. and this kind of a thing so I kind of a had the idea of what I was looking for, you know, and then I also had these magical moments happen while I was doing the project that came and, you know, like the, I think the picture of the stones, for example, that it was, I didn't plan that, but when I saw those stones, I was like, this is the conclusion of the whole thing, you know, because it takes, it talks about time, it talks about like this new shape and how time and, and the conditions gives shape to a material, not to a form, yeah. to a, a element. So for me, that was kind of a, the conclusion of the whole story, no? at the end. It's interesting because if you look at the project, you can tell that the project is all related. But from what you've just described, it sounds like each image tells a story around something to do with this community, which is super interesting. Yeah. Um, do you usually draw before you go and shoot something or is that the first time you've done that it was the first time and i don't know if mm. it will work again i mean now i'm doing a right. project it, it won't work like that you know but i do mm. have always i take some kind of uh things that are my references no like i all the time i kind of select uh, the information and i kind of try to translate it in a symbolical element mm. you know, that it will it will show in the pictures because i think that's my way of telling the things. I don't, I, uh, I tried 
to do documentary somehow and like like more like get into the like to show this is the way like things you know like as they pass but and I know that now we are not talking about this like reality as it like that we show reality as as it mm. is you know like it, it is very subjective but but I cannot do that I really I really like to kind of uh, make things and to settle a stay a, a, a space to work in collaboration with the people no? and so how do you open that up to that community was it that you got more information to then be able to tell stories throughout those images how did you kind of let them input the shoot i get into in the into the places and i talk to i spend lots of time talking to them you know so mm -hmm. it's like mm. uh, i don't do the things like uh, in a cold way i really mm. get in touch, like in, in contact with them. And, uh, and I sit all the time I go and I explain them and I explain what I want to do and why I'm, I wanted to do it and my reasons. And also for me, like to put a person in front of the camera, it, you talk about this kind of a, you feel, you see the people, like the persons that are in the pictures that they are like kind mm. of a proud to be there, you know, yeah. it's something that I really like them to feel you know that's the thing is like we i want to do this but you are my protagonist no and 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 you have to feel it and want it to be the protagonist of this story you know yeah like yeah so that's i think that's something in mexico i think the people really appreciate when you get in a level like in a very like a human contact level with the, with with everybody you know like i think that's mm. my my first thing and that's also the thing that it motiv motivates me you know like this contact with the with the things with the people to to get to know how they live and 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 inter in in exchange things you know because mm. it's, it's about exchanging things too so once you've kind of had this from what sounds like kind of an emotional and creative kind of partnership with this community. How do you feel about then publishing the images? Do you feel some sort of responsibility about telling that story? Yes. For me, this project, I feel comfortable and to publish it and to show it because it's a story that we created and I created somehow, no? Like uh, the project is really, some, it's a very like... Uh, it, it talks about reality, but it's also a constructed story, you know? Yeah. So I really think it's really important to talk about this. This is the, this uh, theme, you know, about Mexico. So obviously I'm very glad to show it and to talk about the situation of this community and to be like some, some kind of a voice for them, no? And it's also a voice about my work, no, too. So mm. it's kind of a, so I, I, I'm comfortable with that. I think all the movement that, that the project has done and also my contact with them and I have, I'm not in contact with all, all the people of them. And I think it's more because of the time, because I already passed the time a little bit. But we are in, like, we have, uh, I know, for example, with Mohamed, I have sent him pe people to know him and to work more with things. And so there's always a life relationship no even though that is not very fluently no but i do feel like connected with the place 
Thanks to Mara for taking the time to speak with us. For this podcast, we transfer teamed up with the International Centre of Photography's ongoing series entitled Projected, where you can literally see the images projected onto the windows of the ICP Museum. To hear more about this, go to icp.org projected. Check out wepresent.wetransfer.com to see the images we discussed. And if you're on Instagram, you can follow us both at ICP and at WeTransfer. Thanks for listening.